This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, it's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! Hello and welcome to the debate show. This is the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. Uh, If you're listening to the recording of this in the podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved, then just follow us on Twitter. It's at WTIDpod uh, and then you'll see when we do go live. Uh, If you want to have your say, then press that microphone icon on the bottom left and request to talk. It really is that simple. Uh, As always, I'm joined by Liam Russell. Liam, how are you? All right. Oh, it helped if I took myself off mute. Yeah, it would help. Yeah, that too. We've, we've only been so doing it for work, about six. It? We've only been doing it for about six or seven weeks, Liam. But come on, come on. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. How are you? You're all right. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Obviously, we've got quite a bit that we can uh, talk about, even though there's not been uh, any football. Uh, obviously, we can talk about Theo Corbiano, who's. Um, who's gone back to Wolves and then straight back out to MK Dons. Obviously, that um, sparked quite a bit of discussion on Twitter when that was announced. Uh, Lee Bullen, obviously, he's gone to Air United. We can talk about Plymouth this weekend, preview that game. Um, January transfer window, or as it's called at Sheffield Wednesday, just January, because nothing's really happened, has it, Um, so far. um, We can talk about Darren Moore if you want. Uh, And we've got a bit of a quiz coming later on, because... well, I forgot to do the giveaway at the, the, the weekend, so we might as well do it uh, do it tonight and have a bit of a quiz and what have you. Give someone the chance of uh, of winning something from the from the terrace store. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be all good. Uh, like I said, if you want to get involved, then press that request to talk button on the bottom left, and we'll uh, we'll we'll bring you up and we can uh, have a chat. With whatever it is you want to you want to talk about. I mean, what do you want to what do you want to start on, Liam? Should we start on Theo Corbiano? Yeah, we can do. Why not? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I know we spoke we spoke on Sunday night, didn't we, about about him and and what have you? Obviously, played yesterday. I didn't watch the game uh, or anything, but by the sounds of it, you were playing in the right position, and he and he played pretty pretty well. But like what you said uh, at the weekend, I don't think him not playing, you know, him not playing for Sheffield Wednesday isn't really a a defining moment in our season, is it? To be honest, no. Like I said, it's it's a shame that he's gone, but I think. Like I said the other day, I don't think it'll define our season, but it's just it's just a bit of a shame, isn't it? You don't really want to you want to, don't want to see it. And something that I was discussing with uh, one of my mates, they were just saying, would it then stop their relationship going forward if we did want any you know any other youngsters from Wolves? Would they just think, you know what, we'll not bother sending them to them anymore? I don't know. I mean, um, I've, I've seen earlier to, early today and the star that um, apparently obviously Darren Moore's got great links. I think with Brighton, uh, I think it was uh, 
saying, you know, from from his time at Doncaster, which could help in bringing different, you know, loan players in and what have you. But I know what you're saying though. Is, you know, if why would they come to uh, why would they send him to Sheffield Wednesday if hey, we're not going to play him in the right positions? And, and obviously we don't know what's being said either. Do we? You know, we don't know what the agreement's been with Wolves. Whether they have said, yeah, he's going to play X amount of games and he's going to play in this position. I know injuries has, have not helped him. Um, Somewhat, but do, do you think the the reaction from most of the fans were a bit over the top, Liam? Uh, maybe I don't know. The way some people were going it's off, all... honestly, I thought they were going to be a statue of Theo outside ground. To be fair, or is it? Do, or is it? Do you think it's just because we've been missing that player that's kind of gets you on the edge of the seat? And I suppose he was the only one that kind of did that. Would you have said so far this season? Yeah, probably. It's you know. He, like you say, he's one of them that he does. He does. He, he excites for being. You think when he gets on the ball, you think, "Oh, we could be on for something here." <laughs> yeah, but I just thought he just. I know he's only nineteen, and I know he can't, you know, um, expect too much from a young kid like that. But I just thought that for all the um, hype around him and stuff, I just thought he lacked a bit of a end product. But anyway, I've brought uh, Tom up. Tom, mate, how are you? You're all right. Yeah, not bad yourself. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you, Tom. Yeah, we're talking about Theo. Uh, what's your two penneth worth? Don't don't really get all the hype and the love for him. Really, I mean, he was he was okay, but the way the fans have gone off, it was like he was an absolute world beater. And I relate. He was no Ben Marshall, player, would it? To I, be fair, I, do you know what, mate? I was about to say <laughs> when Ben Marshall were here, he was he were producing every game, whether it were a goal or an assist. You were producing uh, Dan in, in bars as well, to be fair, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, to, yeah. Like, a few drinks. <laughs> I know, yeah. But um, I just, yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, he's been playing out of position. He hasn't been given enough game time. So Wolves have got every right to be annoyed and he's got every right to be annoyed for his own development. I don't I don't think he should have stayed if we're going to play 3-5-2. He, he's not a wing-back, he's, he's a winger. He wants to get wide and, and put the ball in the box by the looks of it. And yeah, like you've just said there, when Bob Marshall were here, were class. And there was a, a little bit of a meltdown when he went. And it feels like the fans have kicked off like that again, but on somebody who couldn't, in my opinion, lace a prime Ben Marshall's boots. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you've already said there that fans, the way the fans have gone off and, and stuff. Do you think. Uh, what, 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 why do you think it is that that people have reacted the way that we've reacted? Is it because he, he he does he is the only person that has shown that bit of a spark, or is it just another thing that's happened with this this football club this season, or that, you know within the last eighteen months or so? I think it, it's both, really. I mean, if you look at who we've got who will actually get the ball and get out players, we we don't really have anybody to do that, in my opinion. Uh, he, yeah, he did that, but sometimes I think you've mentioned it. There's been no end product, so we'll. He'll, he'll, he'll try and take a man on or if he can't he'll put a blind cross in and he's to no avail yeah he, he scored a couple of goals um, so yeah he, he did okay but I don't I don't get the meltdown and um, yeah I just I just think that he's he's gone on to to progress for himself more than anything um, he had no loyalty to Sheffield Wednesday um, and like Liam said a minute ago, the more damaging thing is, is if other Premier League clubs see what we've done with him, they might think, well, I'm not sending my players there if they're going to play him out of position or not give him playing time. Yeah, I'll come back to you in a second, Tom. But like, obviously, if you want to get involved, then press that request to talk button on the bottom left and you can have your say. Like I said, we're, we're talking about Theo Corbiano at the moment, but we can talk about anything that you like. You know, Lee Bullen, he's on to air. We can talk about Plymouth this weekend. That's a January transfer window um, or lack of activity, should we Should we say, or even Darren Moore. Like I said, anything that you anything that you want. Um, I mean, Tom, do, do, do you think that we're going to be playing 3-5-2 or that variation of that formation for the for the remainder of the season or do you think he wants to go back to playing his what were it 4-2-3-1 that we, that we started off playing well if he's going to play 4-2-3-1 and we've just got rid of Corbiano then we, we need to fill that gap then if if his plan is to go to 4-2-3-1 he should have been telling Corbiano and Wolves look this is what we're doing and we're going to do this in the next so many games and if I don't pull through with it then fair enough get yourself off type of thing but if he's got a philosophy, philosophy in a way of playing three five two, and that's what they're doing on the training ground, he seems to have done it for quite a while now. Since Bolton, playing, since Bolton, it was. Well, since Bolton, and we've been playing 
left left midfielders at left centre half. We've been playing Callum Patterson, who's like the modern day Lee Woolen, can play anywhere at centre half. And we've played Palmer there, who's yeah naturally he's a centre midfielder. He's played a lot of games at full back, so that's been his back three. Now we, for me, if we we're going to go four two three one or four at the back, you'd do it when you're you're most depleted, and you'd put Palmer back at right or left back, Hunt at right back. And then a, a centre half, whether that's Brennan, Dunkler, and and a another, you wouldn't. For me, you wouldn't go to it now because there'd be no point really, because we've not got wingers. We've we've got no pe- people out wide. It seems like whether Windass is injured or COVID or he just I don't know or he don't want to get injured to risk a move. Shadipo hasn't really done anything. Silasau's not done anything. So if we're going to go four two three one, we need to bring two wingers in. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Liam? Do you think this formation is going to stick for the rest of the season, playing with wing backs or you know three at the back? I know we've spoken. Giles has said, didn't he, after the after the uh, the, the Shrewsbury game that he thinks we should ditch it like now, basically. But what do you think, Liam? It's hard, isn't it? I don't think I can't see it changing anytime soon. Like you say, if he was, if he was going to change it anytime soon, like you say, he probably might have been able to convince convince him to stay. Like. Like Tom said, I think it must be it must be plodding on with with what we're going, what we've, we've been doing. Like, because um, I suppose the problem is, um, obviously we should, we should try and bring centre half in if that's what we're going to do. Yeah, obviously I mean, Dunkley's injured again, and I, I think I, in, I think we've injuries have kind of on, we've not heard anything on IL for have we? <laughs> no, not not. Not a great deal, to be fair. It last, I think last we heard was January, weren't it? Obviously, we're in, we're in January now. We're, we're nearly halfway through, and and we've still not uh, heard anything on that. I don't know whether that question will be asked on Friday ahead of the the Plymouth game or not. To see where he where he's at. But obviously, injuries have uh, have, have not really helped, have they, throughout this uh, this season in terms of in terms of selection and formation and stuff like that. Um, I've just brought Charlie up. Charlie, mate, thank you for uh, for requesting to talk. Um, what do you want to talk about, mate? Um, I would just want to go back to what I think Thomas said about transfers and wingers. We've got so many wingers now. You try and name some Sat, Silasau. Um, we've got too many wingers in the team. Like, fair enough, Darren Moore is playing wing backs and it ain't really helping. But if you were going to bring anyone in, you don't need wingers because we've already got more wingers than we have any other position. And it's getting a bit silly. If you'd want anyone, you'd want backup defenders. Like I don't know how true it is or whatever, but that thing about Mark Beavers, I'm probably a bit too young to remember him, but you want someone that can play back. Like Hutchinson, fair enough, he's injured, but you want someone that can sit back, not someone that's pushing forward. So we've already got... In terms of like bringing players in in, in January then, uh, Charlie, who do you... Um... Like well, not exactly who, but what positions do you think is like the priority, and and, and how many people, or how many players do we need to bring in? I think um, wing. He's one of those players that I'd happily send back tomorrow because I'm not really keen on him. Well, it sounds like he's any- staying. He sounds like wing staying though. Obviously, that there was that rumor early on mm. this season. It sounds like he is staying until the until the end of the season. But in terms of players that we need to. Bring in, you know, you've mentioned there a, a defender. Is is that only the only position that you think we need to strengthen in? Obviously, you've said we've got plenty of wingers, but is it just is it just defence that you're concerned with? I think a centre mid and a centre back, just to strengthen everything up. You want another player that's a bit a bit like Bannon in the thing you can ping, ping a ball up from, but a big lad like Delia Bashiru that can run. Run with ball, he can charge forwards. Even though I'll just start a denim over wing because it's just easier. He does both. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about you know the January transfer window a bit later on, but might as well uh, might as well talk about it now. Um, I mean, I've, I put a tweet out the the other day just asking you know um, how many signings do you think we're going to make in this uh, in this January transfer window? You know, zero, one, two, or three or more, and. Um, and zero won the vote with twenty nine percent. To be fair, it was a bit, a bit of a mixed bag, but you know most people are saying that we're not going to sign anyone in this uh, in this transfer window. Um, I just want to bring James up. James, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. How are I you? just want to say, Go yeah, on. good, mate. 
I just want to say quickly on the transfer stuff. Yeah. I think what the fans want to see is just grafters. People who are willing to fight for the ball, proper League One experience, big characters. I think at the moment, lots of fans feel like the current lot, you know, a bit weak, you know, losing their way in games. Whether that's fair or not, I mean, we don't really know. But I think what they want to see is some proper, you know, League One quality players who know the division. Players are going to graft. You know, when they lose the ball, they're going to run back. They're going to track it. They're going to win it back. You know, they want to see that commitment, I think. Yeah, like going back to seasons gone by, like who who would you say, like, you know, players that we've that we've previously had fits that kind of bill that we're, that we're looking for? I mean, like, Semedo, Brunt, Whelan, Leuvens, you know, characters the fans can really kind of get behind. I think on the formation thing as well, I'm not sure it massively matters whether he settles with a 4-2-3-1 or the 3-5-2. The fans want to see players brought in that fit the systems. So the 3-5-2 is to bring in a couple of centre-backs. If he's going to 4 2 3 one he needs to have more creative players brought in because I know he says, you know, we've got all these wingers, but at the moment, the quality there hasn't been shown at the moment. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we started off the 4 2 3 one we switched to the three at the back. I mean, which system would you prefer us to start playing? Um, to be honest, uh, I think the three-five-two worked very well at the start. You know, in the Bolton game when it was first used, I mean, we kind of got our way through that a bit, luckily, to be honest. But after that, it did see kind of an improvement in the performances. However, a move back to the four-two-three-one would perhaps see us play a more expansive style, which at the moment I know lots of fans are, you know, a bit unhappy with the way that we're playing. So that might help ease some of those kind of concerns. That's it. Great stuff. Uh, cheers for that, James. Um, if you do want to get involved as well, then you know, pre- make sure you press that request to talk button. Uh, do what James has done, Tom, Charlie, and uh, and have your say. Like I said, we can talk about anything that you want. You know, uh, we've just been talking about obviously January transfer window and players that we uh, that we want to bring in. I mean, we've been rumoured with uh, and linked with a few different players. They are just rumours at the moment. Josh Sims, uh, he's a winger, twenty four year old who. Um, who Darren Moore had at Doncaster last season, um, not kicked a ball since May the 21st, had a bit of a heart problem, I think it was, so not too sure about uh, about that one. Cameron Archer from Villa, a uh, forward, a uh, striker, 20 years old, although Villa have come out and said that he's not available at the moment, obviously that would be a loan. Uh, Mark Beavers, just like Charlie said, that's another one that's been uh, touted around, but I don't think there's um, much happening on, on that front. Um, then there's been Hayden Roberts, uh, a young defender from Brighton, who was on loan at Rochdale last season. Uh, and then uh, Tariq Owakwe, um, probably done his name, a total disservice there. Um, from Chelsea, a 22-year-old midfielder. Had a trial in the summer, um, only played one game, and he was on loan at Accrington last season. Did quite well, to be fair. Four goals and four assists in uh, in 21, uh, 21 games. Like I said, if you want to, uh, if you want to have a chat uh, with us, then press that request to talk button and get to get involved. Tom, do you want to have something to say? Yeah, do you think this transfer window is we've got to get people out before we're getting in? Or does does anybody know anything different? I'm just I'm just wondering whether is it a bit slow at the moment because we need to get more people out the door i.e well i don't know i think i don't think wing wing will go anywhere so uh, it's hard to say we can get rid of really because the lads who are coming in the summer they haven't been playing but they're not just gonna walk away from a contract so it's difficult to say who would go but do you think that's the case i'm not too sure to be fair i mean um the thing is, I think that I think the problem we've got is that a lot of clubs are, are just hoarding players. You know, with the whole COVID situation and and, uh, and having to isolate or or getting COVID itself, yeah. um, and the fact that you know game you know teams can't afford to to not play any games, can they at the moment? So the the more players that they've got, I think it's a, a case of once one deal happens, wherever that may be, that it'll then allow you know, for example, if I don't know. Whoever Brighton or whatever bring in a bring in a defender, then th- that means that they can let one go, and and they have like that a bit of a knock on effect. Um, yeah, but th- that's that's what I think personally. But um, it is an interesting. Th- I suppose what you're saying is correct, but probably not really with us. It's probably somewhere somewhere else. I, I mean, I know we've got a, a decent squad size ish, but obviously. Um, uh, injuries and and stuff have, have have not helped, and the fact that you know teams need to play the games. I mean, if you, I don't know if you've looked at the the fixtures, but 
um, January, we've got what? We've got uh, Plymouth on Saturday, Oxford the following Saturday, then Ipswich the Saturday after that, which is not too bad. And then the Ipswich game is the start of um, 10 games in, in 30 days. We literally play yeah, I saw that. Saturday, Tuesday, or Saturday, either Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. But it's, you know, it's like that Saturday, Tuesday for, for five weeks, right up until the the end of February, early March, which, you know, uh, that's what we're, I don't know what the other teams are like, but we seem to have played a similar number of games to everyone else. I, I don't know what Wigan's fixtures are going to be like, because Wigan have got hmm. another three games to play a, a ahead of themselves. So um, they're, they're going to be, it's going to be a nightmare. So, you know, I think teams are scared that the um, they'll, they'll get to a point where they just have to play the games and, you know, I don't know what I have no idea what'll uh, what'll happen, but yeah, if you want to get involved again, uh, press that request to talk button, come up and uh, let's have a let's have a uh, have a chat. Uh, them names I mentioned, Liam. Um, first of all, have you have you heard of any of them? Uh, and if you have, do, do any of them kind of excite you at all? Um, to be fair, I've obviously we've heard of Mark Beavers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we'll talk about that. so Mark Beavers. Would you would you have Mark Beavers back at the moment? Yeah. On the if we weren't in the situation we were with, you know, defenders and whatever else, I don't know, but he's definitely someone um, who can come in and do a job. I reckon because he still played. He played a decent amount of games last season. Um, he's not played as many this season. Looking at it, but like you say, it's um, <clears throat> in January. You're not really. I mean, unless unless their contract is running out in the summer, you're probably not going to get people other than on loan, are you? Because, like you say, if if they, the the other team I've got fixture con- congestion and they get injuries, you know, fair enough, he's not played that many games this season, but they know he can do a job. So, well, if you look at him, you know, he's six foot six foot four. He's a you know tall centre back. Um, like you said there, you mentioned it a few times he could he could do a job, and I, and I'm I'm sure you know partnering Dunkley or partnering Hutchinson or whoever it may may be, it would uh, it would be all right. It was funny, but I think it was last week or the week before uh, when I was saying you know we should never go back to players that have uh, that have played for us before. Why do we always do this? And literally, I think it was the Monday after we'd recorded. Uh, yeah, Mark Beavers is linked, so <laughs> that was like yeah, like there must have been. Well, that's it. And you look at, I mean. Um, I think I said it to you the other day. Uh, you look at Richard Wood. He's he's still plodding on, isn't he? and he's done a job for Rotherham for I don't know how long. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. What, it, what do we need to get the, get the old gang back? Is that when it, Dan, Danny Bart <laughs> is it? He's still he's still knocking about, and like, get him doing a job as well. <laughs> so no, it's just these. It's, even if I don't know, I don't know. Even if you you pick up a, a centre half from from League Two, I don't know. Just someone. Who knows how to grafting a bit of grit and because like obviously we got Gibson who we've not seen, no from Everton. It just doesn't. Have, I don't know. I just think it's a different. It's a different. It's a different style. A different kind of game, isn't it? In the in League One and what have you. So yeah. Like do, you, do you think we do you think we recruited wrong then in the summer? Do you think we brought in the wrong type of players? Because everyone says, you know, everyone you talk to always says, um, you know, we've got the best squad on paper, and we have to be fair. But do you think we just brought in the wrong type of people? Like in hindsight. Yeah, potentially, but then, as I keep saying, and I'll probably keep saying, what have we had to pick from? We don't know, because obviously we're in a freeze and loans situation. Has he got, say, oh no, obviously I'm only speculating here, but Gregory, obviously, good signing, someone who we really wanted, um, a Deniran, whatever. And then has he just then just got the best or a bad bunch to bolt the squad out? Yeah, and obviously whatever we'll, he could get. Yeah, obviously we'll never know that. Charlie, you wanna you wanna say something, mate? Yeah, I was going back to saying what you were about the formation. If we were to the room and Mark Beavers that were rumored to be getting, I'm not saying it's true, but if you were to play that three back, then when you get everyone fit, you've got a decent back, like back three. Because if you play him alongside I offer and Dunkley. How well has he been playing over the last few months? Dunkley, he's been winning most aerial balls. He's been getting it out in crucial times. He's been scoring goals. 
him and Iortha as a back, him, Beavers and Iortha as a back three, with Hutchinson in front of them in a midfield is sort of like, do you know what Wallace and Hunt did over here? One yeah. had run forward, over a drop back. Yeah. That could work because if you went back to a system like that, you've got players that you know can cover. And if you're playing that attacking formation, Patterson, you know, if you need an extra defender, maybe say someone gets injured, you can drop him back and just stick Gregory up there on his own or Windass. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're 12 days into January now. Are you concerned that that well, we clearly need to make some new signings and as of yet, we've made none? Is that Does that concern you at all? No, because it's Sheffield Wednesday for you, to be honest. <laughs> we never do. But it is... I wouldn't say it's concerning with the rumours we've had. Look, what's that? Is it Villa we've been linked with? A youngster? Yeah, Cameron Archer, although Villa have come out and said that he's no longer available or he's not available for loan. Whether that's going to change uh, as January goes on, you know, that's yet to be seen. But as of as of yet, they've come out and said that he's not available. But yeah, we have been linked with a few, you know, that I've, that I've, just, uh, that I've just mentioned. Yeah, um... The people we've been linked with, from what football they've played in the past, they're not bad players. Like on the day, they can be fantastic. Like I'd, I'm 15, so I'm probably a bit too young to remember Mark Beavers. But from what I've heard of people saying, he's a big lad and he can win. He can edit. He, and ki- he can edit and kick it. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably doing a bit of disservice. But he's, he's a bit better than that, obviously, when he was. Uh, when it was at Sheffield Wednesday, but I mean the move does make sense from a from a personal point of view in terms you know for him obviously he's, he's from here, he's from here you know he's played a hell of a lot of games for us you know he's coming to the end of his career um, you know he's like I said he's put you know he came, well, he's, did he grow up in Barnsley I think it was uh, so from that point of view he's he's coming home kind of thing that it does make sense um, as to why I've been linked with him but we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens in uh, in the coming in the coming weeks and um, it also means you've got an extra centre back or <laughs> defender depending on what system you want to play yeah of, of course now, I just want to um, take this opportunity to mention uh, that obviously we've got our Patreon as well so you can head to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod to sign up we've got over 30 episodes uh, that we've done with uh, with former players managers and a chairman as well uh, so there's over 30 hours of content to, to listen to uh, we've got Emerson Tome um, part 2 coming out tomorrow um, we're also speaking to Lewis Buxton as well tomorrow and then we've got uh, your boy Graham Kavanagh Liam yeah, what's the man? You see, that's that's another one there. <laughs> Get him back. <laughs> we might, well, well, to be fair, Lewis Buxton as well. I might as well ask him if he's uh, if he wants to get his boots back on and uh, and and do a job as uh, as you've been saying. But yeah, we've got loads of interviews coming up. So if you want to head over there, and you can uh, you can join. And like I said, all those interviews will be instantly accessible. Spoke to Samedo, we spoke to Gerald Saban, Kevin Pressman, Brian Laws, Chris Turner. Uh, the list goes uh, on and on. Um, I just want to talk about um, Plymouth this uh, this coming weekend as well. Tom, I just want to want to come to you. D- do you think Plymouth game this weekend is uh, is a must win? I think we mentioned it last week, and my views were just don't lose after two bad bad perform well, bad performances, bad bad results. Yeah, for me, it's just just don't lose one one nil nil. From nickel one nil or a two one, then great. But if we lose, yeah, it's it's not good. But yeah, I just think don't lose. But do you think if it if it is a draw, if it you know whatever whatever draw that may be, do you not think that the pressure is going to be then mounting on on Darren Moore because that'll be you know another game that we've uh, that we've not won, um, or 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 is it more uh, the way that that draw comes about? You know, do do you think we just need to see a reaction from the players? Yeah, I think the players need to roll the sleeves up a bit and actually realise that they are where they are. Luckily, we've still got a chance of making the playoffs, so they need to obviously try and react to what's what's happened. But more uh, more can have pressure on him. But I will always still say, there's no point in getting rid of more today, tomorrow, next week, or this month because then players are still there. You might get a reaction for two or three games, but it's the same players still. And I've said it in the in the WhatsApp group, we're missing as well, we've missed Windass, 
I offer Butch, Luongo, arguably his four best and most experienced players. Now any team's gonna gonna struggle with players like that missing. So I, I don't think there's anybody out there who can motivate this team who's available. People talk about Alex Neal and things like that, but why why would he forty one win percent ratio in championship, why would he come to us? So I just think we need to just relax a bit, go into this go into this game, try and put right what's gone wrong and just get behind him. I mean, looking at the table, um, obviously we sit on 37 points, the same as, uh, as Portsmouth. Then you've got... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Plymouth on 43, Oxford and MK Dons also on 43 points there, 6th and 5th respectively. Obviously, we'll play Plymouth on Saturday. Then the week after that, we've got Oxford. So, you know, they're six points ahead of us. Well, there's a chance that we can obviously catch them, or both of them. But there's also uh, a chance there in in two weeks it could go horribly wrong and, and we could be slipping further and further away. Um, cheers, Tom, for that. Um, just want to bring Paul on. Paul, mate, how are you? All right? You're just on mute, Paul. Yeah, I'm off. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Is you yourself? I'm all right, mate. Not bad, thank you. Um, just had to turn the sat-nav off in the call. Listen, great job. Really love listening, as you know. Um, keeps me company on the drives. Uh, just first thing to say, doing a great job. I've only just picked up the conversation. Uh, obviously, you've just been talking about Plymouth on Saturday, um, and, and just just going back to the last one. Really, I think it's really difficult when fans say, "Who else are you going to get?" and give him time. I think we've all been in Hillsborough long enough to know that if we lose Saturday and we lose the next game, whether we like it or not, or whether we want pressure on more or not, it's going to be on him because we're underachieving, massively underachieving. And, you know, we can talk about um, things like the system. We haven't got any centre-backs. Well, three at the back is the least likely formation you play if you've got no centre-backs. And that's what we've been doing. And this reluctance to change it. I mean, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, but one of the things that frustrates me is... I thought that when Moore came, he actually said, "I want to play attacking football on the front foot." Yeah, that was. I, I think that was that I'm was not true. Quite yeah. Sure, what's going on at the minute? Yeah, well, we've just let. I'm not going to go on about it, but we've just let Theo go. I don't know if anybody saw him last night, but he absolutely ripped it up for MK Dons last night. And it's it's like if we're going to play football on the attacking, then, then at least do it. It, it. It's becoming like a political, like thing now. I don't understand where we're going. I don't understand what identity we've got at the minute. I like Darren Moore. I don't want to see a manager sacked. I like him. But there's something that needs to change because I think the reason the fans are getting frustrated is because we just have that inability to change the formation. He doesn't doesn't seem to spot danger or he doesn't seem to I don't know, there's certain managers I can remember watching, and dare I say the name Steve Bruce, because I know a lot of fans. But you know, when you used to sit on the stand and watch the game with Steve Bruce, you'd usually think, oh, he's not having a great game. Five minutes later, it'd be took off. Or you'd think, oh, that needs changing. And it'd change, because he seemed to see those things. I'm not quite sure if more is. I feel like everything's sort of predictable. 60-minute substitute change, Mourinho comes on. Uh, it's a little bit, I don't know. I think, I think it's a must-win Saturday. I really do think it's a must-win. I think that he's been very quiet for two weeks on the training ground. I think that we had three weeks before we got battered at Sunderland, all right, COVID, etc. We've had three weeks now. If the players play the same as they have before these two weeks, then it just shows us that nothing's changing on the changing ground. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, it sounds like um, you're you're in the camp of you've had enough of of Darren Moore. At what point did did that did that change for you? You know, uh, well, I don't know if I've had enough. I, I really like Darren Moore. What 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 I don't like is trying to hold on to something that we don't know if we've got. Now, I keep hearing Darren Moore's a good manager, and you know, he probably is a good manager. But then I look back at his record and what he's achieved at other clubs, and I go. I really want him to succeed, which I do. I don't want that. I don't want that more sacked. I'd like that more to win the next game now and go on a roll again. I, that's, there's nothing more than I'd like. What I worry about is like under Monk, when we leave it too long, and you know it, it just becomes. I don't know. I, I just think if he wins the next two, three games and goes on a run and he changes something, great. If he doesn't, I'm, I'm just, just, I'm just a little bit worried. I don't see any coherence in play at the minute. That, that's just me. I don't see any... Uh, I thought Sunderland was so sad to watch. I just felt like my team had given up after 30 minutes and he was like, right, let's just get through this. That should never happen. Now, I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen under another manager because the last call was probably right. It probably, it probably will happen. They'll go on a few games and then it'll happen again. But what probably does need to change is, do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what? I'd love to see Darren Moore give somebody a bollocking at the side of the pitch. <laughs> I just love to see him hands out of pocket, having an absolute go at somebody. Because then I think, oh, not seen that. All right, so he, he can. You know, and that's yeah. that's just you know that's just where I'm at at the minute. But I, I just feel like if we're not careful, we're going to do a Sunderland. Yeah, that is the that is the worry. Obviously, you know, staying in this league. I mean, um, I'll come back to you in a second, Paul. But you know, if you want to get involved uh, and have your say on Sheffield Wednesday, then uh, press that request to talk button on the bottom left, and uh, and you can uh, have a chat with uh, with us and do what Paul's done, Tom, Charlie, etc. Um, yeah, Paul. I mean, in terms of like expectations and stuff, what were your expectations at the start of the season, and where where are you where are you top now? Six. Top six. Um, top six. Simply because uh, I think when you look at the wage budget that apparently Moore's had, uh, you know, obviously Barron, best player in the league. Now, if I was Darren Moore, not saying that I'm, I'm a manager because I'm clearly not, but what I'd like to say to Barron is, I don't want to see you in our half. I want you to stay in their half because you scare him to death. When he's in our half, he doesn't scare anybody. But when he's in their half, he seems to scare him. I'd like to see he's in the top six. I think the wage budget, you've got Windass, yet I hope is injured. You know, you've got some earners in there that you look at your Accrington's, uh, your MK Dons, uh, things like that, and are, are they really anywhere near where we are in regards to paying out wages? And I just, I just, I just think that we should be doing a lot better. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me knowing that we're potentially bringing two centre backs in. Although we need two centre backs and we've got to sign them, I want to see us signing somebody that's going to get people off the seat again, even if they're not consistent. You know. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go back to Corbyn, that's old news now, that's gone. But, you know, we used to have JJ, who was pretty inconsistent, but when he was consistent, he'd get you off the seat. At the minute, I, as much as I like Jack Hunt, I can't see him playing down that right wing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 I'm just a little bit, where are we? Where's, I, I don't want, all I want is for Darren Moore to give us an identity that we actually know what it is. Yeah, of course. I mean, just one... At the minute, I, I don't think we do. Yeah, I just want to read a tweet that we've just had whilst we've been on uh, from Paul, um, Paul Tankard. He's not sure DM is the man to take us further. Continually picks Berahino and Wing, who's done note uh, and plays others out of position. Allows one of the bright sparks to go because badly managed. Um, he needs to pull results out of his arse or the terraces will start to call for his head. Um, well, this could be Saturday. This could be Saturday because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not there Saturday. I'm working, but we've all experienced build, bro. And we all know that when Saturday comes, it's Plymouth, it's a good side. But Wednesday, we've had two weeks on the training pitch. If we don't see any coherence or we don't see performance from the lads after 20 minutes, it's just, you, you know, it doesn't need anybody to say it. There'll be a few grunts. If they score, there'll be a few boos. And then it'll obviously get put onto Darren Moore. And like I said, I like Darren Moore. But it's difficult, isn't it, when you're a manager? Look at Carlos's CV, wasn't great, was it? And he seemed to do okay for us. But Darren Moore seemed, you know, relegation West Brom, uh, mediocre with potentially Donny. He's at Wednesday. Uh, people keep telling me he's a good manager. I just, I just want to see it. I hope he is a good manager, but I, I need to see it. Cheers, Paul. Uh, Tom, yeah, you, what you have to say? Yeah, no, good, good points made by Paul there. But one thing I've just picked up on is 
you mentioned there after 20 minutes, if the lads aren't performing, the pressure's on Darren Moore. Why ain't the pressure ever on the players? Why do the players always get away with nothing? Like they can run around or not run around or not put a foot in or not mark the man, let runners off them. And nobody, nobody will pick up on that, but it can always fall back on Moore. I just don't agree with, yeah, at some point, Moore's got to take some responsibility. But ultimately, them lads on pitch, they're the ones who went on this 13-game unbeaten run, or however long it were, and they're the ones who have just shipped six goals in two games. So I just think that there needs to be some balance on where the blame is, personally. Yeah, I think you're always going to get that in football. Whenever the team's playing well, it's always the individuals and the team that's uh, that gets all the plaudits. And then whenever things uh, take a turn for the worse, it's always the manager that gets it in the net because they're the one that's ones that should have should have changed it. You know, whether that's uh, right or or wrong um, is obviously for another matter. But that's just that's just how it's been. But it is a, it is a great point that you know why are we you know but I, th- I think some of the players are are taking some of the st- some of the st- uh, stick though. You know, Lewis Wing. Um, not many people can say good things about about himself. Barry Bannon's come under criticism so far this season. Sido Berahino. Well, well, we'll not talk about him for uh, obvious reasons. But uh, <laughs> but 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 yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of players that have come under criticism. No, Shea Dunkley for one. When he um, you know at the start of the season when he came in, you know. Everyone was saying, "What what is he doing? He can't even he can't kick a ball." And then you know he's he's turned it around. So I, I do agree with what you're saying, but um, I, I think some of the players have uh, come under criticism. It's just some of the de- decisions I think that Darren Moore's been been making. Charlie, what do you want to have to say? Um, I was just gonna expand on what you said about Darren Moore and the fights. Fair enough. When we get bad results, I wouldn't say bad results the amount of draws we've been getting. He's taking all the stick from the fans and half the time it isn't even his fault. He'll call them in on Saturday morning, whatever. He'll say, I want you to do this, this and this for a result. And at the end of the day, it's the players that get you that result. It's not him. So going back to what someone else said, I like Darren Moore, like them. He's... From what we've seen at different clubs, he's a good manager. Um, but the thing with Wednesday and the thing that I've been trying to get across to my mates at school, with the situation Wednesday you're in, it's going to take a few seasons, maybe two, one or two seasons from now to get it sorted. Maybe getting his system into shape and getting the plays he wants and whatever else. It's going to take time. And fans aren't seeing that he needs this time, but they just want, whenever he starts on a bad run, more out. The call in for him, gone. And that's been our problem over the past few years. I said it the other week. Yeah, so are you not concerned if we don't go up this, this season? If we finish ninth, the position, the position that we're in now, would you not be concerned come the end of the season? Mm, I wouldn't say no. I've been told by my mum and dad and whatever else that it's this is your rebuild season and to be honest you're never gonna go up this soon you've got to have a rebuild we knew this at the end of last season with the amount of players we had that just weren't trying reach those sort of players they were just there for the wage and they weren't even trying but you want players that younger players for this rebuild that he's done that are going to get your results and it might take a year or two to finally get up there. Yeah. Remember what happened when, I think it was Sturrock, when he came in, it took him. Well, before that, it took managers like that a couple of seasons to get used to it. Yeah, well, obviously we've been down here you know, on, on two occasions previously, um, you know, in, in recent times anyway. Yeah, in both occasions, it's took us uh, two seasons to, to get out. Um, so, you know, we've we've had we've had previously and it's not been the first time. Like I said, get involved. You can press that request to talk button and have, uh, have your say. We've probably got another 10 or 15 minutes or so. Uh, maybe longer if there's more people that, that are joining. But uh, Lewis has just got uh, got in touch um, and he's just put worried for Saturday. If we don't win, he'll be gone, I reckon. Hillsborough will be a very hostile place to be. Uh, I like Darren Moore. However, we lack identity and need to play as Wednesday. Uh, it feels like we're floating through games and it's not all Darren Moore's fault. Uh, I've also had uh, another one come in as well from uh, Barks the Herd. Um, 
he says he just wants to bring up the the lack of pace and runners beyond the front line. Teams can push up, uh, and I know there's no threat in behind. Uh, I think that's a big reason we struggle, as we've been found out. That falls on Darren Moore's recruitment again. Um, Liam, do you, uh, do you do you agree with those points that have been made there? Yeah, some very good points. To be fair, um, <clears throat> I think <sighs> I think I think we we need to win. Personally, um, a draw. If if we play well and we get a draw and we play well, I don't think it'll be the end of the world. But I just think we run the risk of if we lose this game of a season just going a bit stagnant and dropping off a little bit. I think. Um, yeah, the next three games are are key, aren't they? Like I said, Plymouth, I think, and Oxford. I just think, like we say, I just think the attitude of the players and the way the way they come out on Saturday as well will. will say a lot and just the whole well I can bet you bottom dollar that Barry Bannon will come out and he'll do his little weaving run dance at North Stand and clap everyone as he always does uh, <laughs> does every week I can I'll, I'll put my house on that happening uh, on Saturday <laughs> yeah well I just think I just think if there is any you know um, anything in there obviously training ground being closed the Covid stuff whatever else they need to come out and, and put a performance in don't they I think yeah, definitely. It's it's going to be uh, like I say it's going to be important on on Saturday. How like I said it's more the reaction for me. I, I was expecting a reaction against Shrewsbury and um, and we didn't really get one, did we? Well, we didn't get one at all. To be fair, they just went you know like Lewis has said there, just just going through motions. And uh, I mean, the thing is, we we always quit to criticise the performances and what have you. Um, you know the guy who, who uh, Chris who we spoke to from Plymouth Live um, ahead of the, the game this weekend. You know he he pointed out that you know at the start of the program we were saying how obviously teams that come to Sheffield Wednesday they do they do raise the game and and it's the, the games that 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 teams are going to look forward to. You know they'll but when they were growing up or whatever that's the that's the team you know we're in the Premier League and I don't want to talk about because it, it seems absolutely ages well it is ages ago since we were last there. Um, so teams do seem to do a do a job on us but I just think that we, we looking at the side that we've got like when I, when I looked at the start of the season after we'd signed those you know 14 15 players I thought that we'd we'd have enough to to get out even if we have picked up a few injuries which we have and it's um yeah it's, it's, it's going to be it is going to be um interesting this weekend what what happens obviously Massimo Luongo that's going to be a massive boost that he's going to be back obviously he's served his uh, three game suspension after the red card against um, against Portsmouth so he'll be back in um, obviously I expect him to go straight into the side I can't uh, I can't see any reason why why he wouldn't do obviously we don't know about uh, Josh Josh Windass um, I think he if he's if he's fit and he plays That'll be a uh, again another another boost because you know in the in the three games is well he's not even played a full three games has he but in the games that he's featured in so far he's not really put a foot wrong and he's he's, he's gone in with the goals as well um, now I want to do the, um, the the giveaway uh, and and I want to get people forward for the uh, for the quiz now the quiz that I've really really simple one I want I need I need probably four or five people um, to to get involved. And all we need to do um, is you just need to name a player that has played for Sheffield Wednesday, past or present. We'll go round, and then if you can't name one, or you get stage fright or whatever, you get about ten seconds. Then obviously you're out, and the last per- the last player or the last person will obviously win the uh, the mug. Or there's a couple of other things that you can uh, that you can choose from from the so te- from the terrace. So we're going A to Z, is that right? Uh, well, we're going to A to Z, but I thought, then I thought, well, you could just I suppose you could just cheat on this one, but I think in you could get stuck on a few if um, and it might be over really quickly. So uh, I just need people to press press request to talk and uh, and get involved. He'd like said about five. Thomas, you are you up for it, mate? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a bash. Got Paul, are you up for it? Yeah, go on. I'll have a go. Go on. I need, I need two two or three more people to uh, to request um, to to join. Like I said, you've got the uh, a terrace mug up for up for grabs. All you've got to do is name Sheffield Wednesday players. You can't name same player twice. Um, so uh, Liam, you need to be on the, uh, needs to be on, um, your guard there, just uh, policing it. Ben's come up, mate. Ben, how are you, mate? You all right? It's a bit crackly there, mate, but uh, I think we can just. Sorry, about... I'll, uh, That's better. I'll log off and back on, mate. Oh, 
that's that's better, mate. That's uh, that's fine. Come on, we've got, we've got three people. No, we need another one or one or two to uh, to join. Like I said, you can win a win a, a terrace mug um, as as well. If uh, if you don't get any more in uh, next two or three, come on, next minute or so, then we'll uh, we'll just give it a, give it a bash. It sounds really simple, but Paul, make sure you make sure you take next exit for roundabout, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm really sorry. This car's so awkward. I can't. I can't turn the voice off this car on this sat nav. No. If you want, if I annoy you, you can just get rid of me. I no problem, mate. It's, it's fine. We'll, we've got Liam up. Liam, how are you, mate? You're right. Liam, are you there, mate? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear you. So, uh, we, right. Well, there's, so there's Paul, Ben, Tom, and Liam, and we'll go in that. We'll go in that order. Then we'll get it under. Get it underway. All you've got to do, like I said, is just name a Sheffield Wednesday player, past or present. So, um, like I said, oh, we've got got someone else joining. Two seconds, Tyrone. Let's get him. Uh, get him on. Hi, Tyrone. How's it going, mate? You're right. Just want to unmute yourself, Tyrone. Hi, right, mate. You're right. Right, can you all right. Yeah, I can hear you, mate. So, uh, right, we'll go through the order that uh, that is on my screen. So, we've got Paul, Ben, Tom, Tyrone, and then Liam. Let's just go around. Let's go around. Name a Wednesday, just one Wednesday player. They've got to have played at least one game. That's all they need to have done. So, uh, Paul, go ahead. Steve Nickel. Ben. <laughs> Peter Atherton. Tom. Vim Young. Tyrone. John Best Weatherick. Oh, what a player. Liam. <laughs> Jose Semedo. Paul. John Newsom. Ben. Julian Bennett. Tom. Julian Watts. Tyrone. Richie Humphries. Liam. Marcus Tugay. Paul. Phil King. Ben. Leon Best. Tom. Bartosz Lazarska. What a shout, Tyrone. <laughs> Benny Carbone. Liam. Frankie Simak. Paul. Tron Silverstead, or whatever he's called. The midfielder. Tron Silver. Oh, Go on, I need his name. Solstead. I'm not going to accept that one. <laughs> oh. He's gone. He's gone. He's Paul's gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to be clever with me. Ben. Giles De Builder. Tom. Trond Saltbet. There we go. <laughs> Tyrone. Uh, Major Bagheera. Liam. Lewis Buxton. Ben. Marlon Brooms. Tom. Con Blacksits. Oh, Tyrone. Andy Inchcliffe. Liam. Marco Matthias. Ben. Lee Bullen. Tom. Chris Stringer. Shout, Tyrone. Roland Nielsen. Hey, number two. Liam. Kevin Jones. Ben. Lee Briscoe. Tom. Rob Poulter. Tyrone, I'm not going to say the names now. Just keep going round, mate. Emerson Tom. Liam. Nicky Weaver. Go on, Ben, it's you. Uh, Paolo Di Canio. Tom. I'm not going to say the names. I just go around. It's Ben, Tom, Tyrone, and Liam. Just keep going round. Uh, Danny Sonner. Francesco. Francesco Sinetta. Tyrone. Uh, 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 am I not taking Danny Sonner? Oh, sorry, Liam. Uh, Benito Carboni. Have we already had Benito Carboni? Haven't we? Yeah, Benito. Yeah, He's we've already had him. We've already had him. Liam, you're out, mate. Bye, Cheers, Van. Thank you very much. So, Ben, Tom, and Tyrone. Ben, lead it away. Uh, Terry Cook Tom Barry Horn Tyrone Ross Barkley Ben Owen Corbyan Tom Gary Taylor Fletcher What a player Tyrone uh, Gerald Seaborn Ben uh, Graham Coughlin Tom Graham Hyde Go on, just go in that order Tyrone John Arks. Come Ben. Peter Rudy. Paul Williams. Is it me again, sorry? No, it's Tyrone. 
sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't know it was me. Um, Joe Wildsmith. Chris Eagle. Paul Smith. This could be going on forever, this, couldn't it? Come on, Tyrone. <laughs> uh, Barry Bannon. Shout. The Chief, Efenokoku. Oof. Tom. Oh, sorry, lads. Um, Jim Mijolton. Tyrone, mate. Uh, Mikel Antonio. Eric Gill. Yeah. Gillan and Dumbo and Sungo. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Tyrone. Um, Mendes Lang. Ben. Uh, Lee Grant. Tom. Mikel Anton Courier. <laughs> That's a blast from the past, isn't it? Right, this this could be going on forever. I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna switch it up a bit now because um, we need to give me two seconds. Let's do, I'm gonna do what we're gonna do at the start. So let's go to um, you've got a name, a player. We've let's uh, let's have a think. How I'm gonna do this. So let's um, <clears throat> we'll go around. We'll start from with A, B, C, and we need to go down the alphabet. So oh dear, second name. Second this is surname. So because if not, we're gonna be here until about ten o'clock tonight. Because <laughs> you three are just rolling them off. Uh, so Ben, I'll start with you. It's with Ben, Tom, and Tyrone. We're starting off with A, and then obviously Tom will be B, Tyrone C, etc. So uh, Ben A. Nicholas Alexanderson. And by the way, we can yeah, yeah just so, go on. Go on, Tom. B. Do I do A again? Or no, it's B. B. Mark Bright. Tyrone, C. Can I use Carboni again? L- Liam, are we allowing that or not? I don't know. It's up to you. We'll, allow, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll allow it. Go on then, Carboni, yeah. D. That's Ben. Was it me? Uh, oh. I would have said Dion Burton, but no. Time's ticking. Crack it. I'm going to have to leave it there. Ben's gone. I think it left his side, innit? Right, we've got Tom and Tyrone left. So we're on to. Do I go D or E? E. Coco. Tyrone F. Uh, Forest Diera. Well done. Tom G. Peter Gilbert. Peter Gilbert. Yeah. H. Tyrone. H. Um. Uh, shy. H. Time sticking. Andy Inchcliffe. Oof, on the buzzer. I. <laughs> Class Ingerson. Well done. There's only four you could pick from there. J. Tyrone. J. Uh, Jermaine Genus. No, not Jermaine. Um, Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you off. Uh, K. Tom. Darko Kovacevic. That's a, that's a good one. Um, Tyrone. L. L. Um, L. Mendes Lang. That's M. Oh, it's Lang. I went for Lang, didn't I? <laughs> <That is laughs> Nathaniel Mendez Lang. It's double barrel. This surname. Cheers, Tyrone. Cheers, cheers, right, Ben. Cheers, cheers, lads. cheers Thank everyone, you very for, much. everyone for Rocky, for playing along. <laughs> yeah, we could have had uh, uh, who else? We could have Kaelin Lavery, uh, Ashraf Lazar, <laughs> Graham Lee, Kieran Lee, Tom Lees. Yeah, There's loads when you when you, when you oh, look. It's hard I've when you get put on the. I've had an absolute wobble. <laughs> 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 Cheers, look, guys. Tom, well done, Cheers, mate. Lads. Take care. No problem, Cheers, sir. Guys. Cheers, Tom. Well done. Uh, I'll uh, I'll get in touch and I'll uh, I'll get that um, mug sorted out for you, mate. Uh, not uh, not a problem. I just want to thank everyone for for joining as well. I uh, hope you enjoyed that little quiz at the end. Um, we would have still been here, I think, by by Saturday if we had just gone, <laughs> done them uh, them names. Um, they were rolling them off like it were. Uh, well, it'd be too easy. I, I thought I thought there'd have been a bit of. Uh, well, to be fair, they could have they could have just had um, had it up on on the phone, couldn't they? Just reading off at uh, off at all players list. But anyway, um, I'm sure I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure they weren't. I was just I was just trying to remember who'd been said. Were you, were you writing them down, Liam? Just I bet your pen were on fire, weren't it? Trying to write all them names down. Yeah, mate. 
can put it all the table. <laughs> there were some there were some names that got brought out there. I know uh I know whenever we do anything like that, Tom's always uh, Tom, you're always always good with uh with those names. You always bring them ones out, them obscure ones, don't you, Tom? <laughs> but yeah. uh but yeah, um I'm gonna wrap it up there. Been an hour. Cheers guys, thank you very much. We'll do this uh, every week. Um seems to be a bit more interaction on a on a Wednesday evening, so uh make sure you join next week. Um obviously we've got the the episode got the Emerson Tone Part Two coming out tomorrow for all your Patreon members. Uh, obviously, we've got the regular episode on a on a Monday, and we have a, three episodes a week. To keep you all uh, keep it all good. So, uh, cheers, guys! Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, mate. See you in a bit. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.